Well, good morning. I am so glad to be able to be with you guys, at least online, and to those of us that are in here. And, and I just wanna say it's a beautiful morning. I love the snow. Uh, I don't love the snow on Sunday morning. I wish everyone were here uh, with us in the sanctuary. Uh, but I wanna say thank you to our volunteers, uh, just the people that have been here since first thing this morning. I, I don't want that to get left out. Like, you guys are awesome, our band, our tech team. Um, thank you guys so much for making this happen. And, and I apologize if there's any confusion this morning. Things were just changing so quick. Um, but, but I got good news. Uh, God is here and God is with you wherever you're at watching this morning. Um, so, so today we're gonna be looking in our Beatitude series, our B Attitude series. And, and this is all about, um, the Beatitudes are not just about things that we do. They're about who we're supposed to be as followers of Christ. And so today we're talking about verse six in Matthew chapter five. It's the fourth beatitude. Um, and, and we're talking all about hunger and thirst for righteousness. So the good news is for all of you that are sitting at home, like if you were here and I'm talking about hunger and thirst, you might, your stomach might start churning and, and you might just really wanna go get a bite to eat. If you're at home, you can just do that. So. Uh, that's great, that's a good thing. Um, last week, by the way, I, I had the opportunity to go with one of my kids to the Bengals-Ravens playoff game. And, and as we talk about hungering and thirsting, I, I got this picture of it um, last Sunday night when we went to the playoff game. And we got there about an hour early, we sat down in our seats, and there was just this energy, there was just this, uh, this anticipation that, that the people had, and um, it, it was like we were all sitting there hungry um, for a win, hungry for a, a, a playoff, like it, it, was, it was such an exciting thing. Today we're gonna talk about what we should be hunger and thirst, hungering and thirsting for, and, and I just think about that as, a, as kind of a parallel for, for how we come in on Sundays to worship, maybe even how you live every day of your life, that, that we are called to hunger and thirst to worship, to experience Christ. So I hope you're there today. Um, we're looking at the fourth beatitude, Matthew chapter five. If you're in the room, you can, you can stand up with me and we're gonna read God's word. If you're at home, you can stand up too. Just go ahead, let's get some exercise. Matthew chapter five, verses three through six. says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. And then today's beatitude is, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. You can have a seat. So as I was studying this, some, uh, some of the people that I, I studied from pointed out that the first three Beatitudes that we've talked about are kind of all about emptiness and surrender. The, the poor in spirit, that's acknowledging that there's nothing we can do. There's nothing we have that can save us on our own. And so blessed, congratulations when you are empty, when you are poor in spirit. Um, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. The second one says, blessed are those who mourn. And really that morning, it's not just talking about when we go through difficult times, it's talking about the fact that, that we have nothing, we are empty apart from Christ, and so we mourn that, but blessed, congratulations to those who mourn, for they will be comforted. The, the last one was blessed are the meek. 
And that idea is this idea of surrender, completely surrendering that, that his ways are better than my ways. And so these first three are all about our emptiness, our surrender. And then today, verse six talks about hungering and thirsting because we're not just meant to be empty. We're not just meant to be surrendered. We're meant to be filled. And so blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they will be filled. Listen, only when we empty ourselves, the first three Beatitudes, only when we empty ourselves can we be filled by God. We cannot be filled by God's power and grace if we are full of ourselves. And so only when we empty ourselves um, can we be filled. And so it says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they will be filled. I, I wanna break this down really quick. There's four parts I wanna focus on today. The first part is that word blessed. We've talked about it each week. Um, that word blessed is kinda like saying congratulations to those that hunger and thirst for righteousness. Congratulations. We don't often think of being hungry or thirsty as something to be congratulated for. We, we want our needs met. We wanna be filled. This says congratulations when you hunger and thirst for righteousness. Why, why would we be blessed by being hungry? Well, the implication here is that if we're not hungering and thirsting for righteousness, we're hungering and thirsting for other things. And the truth is those things cannot fill us. I, I feel like I say this all the time to you. I feel like almost every message I say this, the things of this world, the things that you can do or that you have cannot fill you or satisfy you. They can trick you into thinking you're full, but you will always, always be empty. You will never, hear me now, you guys might disagree with me on this, but, but you're wrong. You will never have enough money ever. If money is what you're after, you will never have enough. You will never have enough power or respect. The, the most rich people in the world still want more money. The most powerful people in the world still want more power because it's never enough. It makes me think of a, a movie, the, the Greatest Showman. Uh, how many of you have seen The Greatest Showman? You can just put a hand if you're online. Thank you, those of you that are in here. Um, the Greatest Showman, that story is kind of an example of this. It's the, it's the story of Barnum and Bailey, the circus, and, and how he starts out and he starts to make it big, but, but it's just not enough for him. There's even a song in there. One of the key songs of the whole movie is Never Enough, that you're never gonna have enough if you're chasing after success or power or money. It's never enough for you. And basically what he realizes is, that's not where it's at. Listen, it'll never be enough. There's a, there's a song, a famous song by U2, people that are extreme, this band that's extremely rich. And, and do you guys know what the song is? I still haven't found what I'm looking for. So we're talking about someone who's famous. We're talking about someone who's rich. We're talking about someone who has it all in the world's eyes. And their song is, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Listen to me very carefully. Only Christ can truly fill us or satisfy us. So congrats, congratulations if you're hungry or thirsty for righteousness because that's the only way you're gonna be filled. Now some of you are, are sitting there at home 
um, and you're thinking, I want to be righteous, but I don't feel that hunger, that thirst. I, in theory, it's, it's what I want for myself, but I don't really, just like that Bengals playoff game, I don't have that anticipation, that, that hunger, that thirst, and, and why is that? Well, I think it's because we're trying to fill ourselves with other things. I think we're trying to fill ourselves with work. We're trying to fill ourselves with the praise of others. We're, we're, we're filling ourselves. I mean, listen, I love sports. You know I love sports. And today is a really conflicting day for me because I've been a Buffalo Bills fan for most of my life, but I love the Bengals and I want the Bengals to win. And so today it's a huge game. But listen, listen, if that's where my focus is, if your focus is on anything other than Christ, if you're filling yourself with anything other than Christ, it's not enough. You'll never be satisfied. And so oftentimes, we don't feel that hunger and that thirst for righteousness. We won't hunger and thirst for righteousness if we're trying to be filled by other things. Every once in a while, I'll go on a diet. And the first thing you do uh, when you go on a diet, the first thing they tell you is that you should only drink water and you should drink lots of water. That's what's healthy. And I know that. And I've tried that before. And the craziest thing happens when I cut out all the other drinks and I just drink water. The craziest thing happens. I actually thirst for that tasteless beverage that is called water. I actually thirst for it. If I get up and I haven't had water, if, if that's all I've been drinking, like that's what I want. But the crazy thing is when I'm drinking soft drinks and all, I, I've been talking about soft drinks a lot lately. When I'm, ta- when I'm drinking all these other drinks like soft drinks and Gatorade and stuff like that, I never thirst for water. I can go a day without drinking a single drop of water and I don't even think about it. When when we're trying to fill ourselves with other things, we're not gonna hunger and thirst for what we really need, which is God's righteousness. And and so the first word is blessed, congratulations, when you hunger and thirst. The second thing is hunger and thirst, but the third one is this, when we hunger and thirst for righteousness. There's, There's, it's pretty important for us to know what righteousness means since this is what we're supposed to hunger and thirst for. So there's two parts of this. I want us to get this right today. Uh, Jesus says, congratulations, blessed are you when you hunger and thirst. What does it not say? It doesn't say hunger and thirst to be the best. It doesn't say when you hunger and thirst for the church. It doesn't say when you hunger and thirst for knowledge. It says when you hunger and thirst for righteousness. So what What is righteousness? Well, the first thing I need us to see today is that righteousness starts with our relationship with Jesus Christ. Righteousness starts. You cannot be righteous apart from a relationship with Jesus Christ. If you want to be righteous, spend time with Jesus. That's the number one. Righteousness isn't just about a list of rules. It's not just that I do the right things, that I go to church, that I I take all these different steps. Righteousness is first and foremost about your relationship with Jesus Christ. I had this awesome professor in college. His name was uh, Dr. William Greathouse. He was one of the general superintendents in the Church of the Nazarene. Um, and, And he was like, when he taught my class, 
He was pretty up there in years. He, his health was kind of failing. Um, but, but he wrote a book called Wholeness in Christ. It was all about holiness. And his story of holy, holiness is such an awesome story. He said when he was 17 years old, one day he just, he knew he needed to be holy. He knew he needed to be righteous. So you know what he did? He locked himself in his room and he said, I'm not coming out. I'm not gonna stop spending time with Jesus until he gives me his righteousness, till I hunger and thirst, till I'm there, till I'm sanctified. We talk about being sanctified, being completely surrendered, completely living for God's glory and not our own. And he said, I'm, I'm not coming out of this room. I'm gonna spend all the time I have to with Jesus until he gives me this righteousness. Listen, the, the way to get it is not to have perfect attendance. We love it when you're at church. Uh, we love it when you treat each other the right way. We love it when you show up. But that's not the way to righteousness. The way to righteousness is through Jesus Christ to spend time with him. And, and that's the best news of all today, whether you're sitting on your couch or your recliner or whether you're here, is that no matter where you are, Jesus is with you. And not only should we want to spend time with him, but he wants to spend time with us. Worship is all about that. It's not about coming and singing songs. It's not about any of this stuff. It's about him. And so that's what's awesome today is you can worship. And, and please hear me. Worship is more than just Sunday morning at 11, from 11 to 12. Worship can happen any time of the day because he's always with you. So number one, if you want to hunger and thirst for righteousness, spend time with Jesus. John 14, Jesus tells us this. He says, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Holiness and righteousness start in our relationship with Christ it's all about our relationship with Christ. There is no other way. Jesus himself tells us there's no other way. You can't earn it. You can't perfect attendance it. You can't be righteous apart from relationship with Christ. Why is that true? It's because a strong religion, perfect attendance, all of that stuff, knowledge, all of that stuff without Jesus will turn us into arrogant, prideful people. And honestly, the world's seen way too much of a church um, that's arrogant and prideful. The world has seen way too much of a church that's all about good behavior, but not about Jesus. We need to know him. Righteousness is not the product of our actions. Nothing we can do, nothing you can do today will make you right with God. But here's the good news. Our rightness with God is found in the work of Jesus Christ. The good news is this. You, you don't have to be you know, a Boy Scout. You don't have to have perfect attendance. You don't have to have all that stuff. What you need is Jesus. And through his death and resurrection, you are offered forgiveness, grace, life. It's freely given in the past few weeks, uh, one of the hard things about being a youth pastor, I was a youth pastor for a while back, is, is some of my former teens have really struggled with the church um, and with their faith because they've seen a church that's legalistic. 
and they've seen a church that's more about rules than about Jesus. They wouldn't say it that way, but that's the truth. Here's what I want you to know. Jesus loves us. God loves you. The creator God who created all of this loves you and has gone to great lengths. He sent Jesus Christ, his son, to die so that you could have life. Listen, he wants to know us, to be with us, for us to have righteousness and life. So first off, it starts with our relationship. Blessed, congratulations to those of you that hunger and thirst for righteousness, for a right relationship with Christ, but the second part of it is this. When our relationship with Christ is right, our relationship with others will be right. Our relationship with God will lead us to live out righteousness in our life with others. When we're right, when we're seeking after him, when we're seeking after his will, we will be right with each other. If we're seeking after our own glory, our own pleasure, our own goodness, then we will be selfish and we'll turn others away, but when we seek him, we're actually more righteous with each other. Listen, holiness that we talk about is first and foremost about love. It's not about rules, it's about love. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love others. That's the picture of holiness. And so our relationship with God, that righteousness that comes from a relationship, spills out into the way we live. When we hunger and thirst for righteousness, we become better friends, we become better parents, we, be, we become better spouses, we become better people. We live out Christ's love and righteousness. Way too often, we're hunger and thirsting for the wrong things. And we're missing it. Jesus says, congratulations, blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness, for a right relationship with God, with Jesus Christ, and a right relationship with others. So blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. And then it ends with this, for they will be filled Listen, I got good news today. You don't have to walk around empty. Even in the midst of the first three Beatitudes that say, hey, you've got nothing that can save yourself. You can mourn about that. You should be meek. This emptiness, this surrender, the good news today is this, that if we will hunger and thirst for his righteousness, Jesus promises that we will be filled. Another word for that would be, would be satisfied, um, fully satisfied. Today, right now, Jesus loves you, Jesus is with you, and wants to fill you completely. We've got a hunger and thirst for his righteousness. Proverbs 21 says, whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. When we hunger and thirst for the right things, Jesus is saying, congratulations when you hunger and thirst for the right thing, for righteousness because you will be filled. Uh, we had a wonderful uh, woman in our church pass away this past week, uh, LaDonna Blackford. 
And I had the opportunity to go visit her in the hospital uh, about a week and a half ago before she went into hospice. I visited her a few times after, but that time that I visited her in the hospital, I had just heard that, that she was moved into hospice and we kind of just knew what was happening. And, and I went to visit her in Westchester Hospital and I walked in the room and I probably spent about 15 minutes there talking with her. And I think probably five, six, seven, eight times in that 15 minutes, she said, you know, God has just been so good to me. God has been so good to me. Here's a woman who's, who's dying. She's mostly blind. She couldn't see. She's got pain. She's, she's got all of this stuff physically happening. And over and over again, all she could say to me is, God has been so good to me. That's a picture of someone who's full you know, the people, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. It's never enough. Listen, Jesus says, if you hunger and thirst for righteousness, you will be filled. What a wonderful, wonderful promise that we have. The worship team's gonna come up. And today, I just, I want you to respond um, by seeking him. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst for righteousness. Listen, this isn't something you can't make yourself hunger and thirst, but today Jesus is here. Jesus is with you, and he wants you to know him, and he wants to bless you, and he wants to fill you with all of his goodness and his love and his life and his prosperity. Today as we sing this last song, I just want you to spend time in the presence of Jesus. You can do that by praying, you can do that by singing. We're gonna, we're gonna just sing the song, nothing else will do, Lord. We just wanna know you. Make that your prayer today. Father, speak to us as we respond to you. In Jesus' name, amen.